National's promising a potential lifeline for some cancer patients if it's in government. The party says it will pay for 13 cancer treatments that are already helping extend survival rates in Australia. The Cancer Control Agency recently identified the treatments for lung, bowel, kidney and head and neck cancers that it says provide significant clinical benefits and are funded in Australia but not here in New Zealand. National's pledging $280 million in ring-fenced funding over four years to pay for the therapies. The money will come from limiting the government's policy of free prescriptions for all to just pensioners and people with community services cards. While joining us now is National's health spokesperson, Dr Shane Reti. Kia ora. Uh, Tenakle, Lisa. Good to speak with you. And you've missed one condition off that list. That's melanoma. Okay, melanoma too. Tell me, how many lives do you think will be saved with these extra treatments? So the indications we have is that there'll be roughly a thousand a year um, who would be who would benefit uh, from these treatments. Clearly, with these sort of conditions, some are curative, and that's why I mentioned melanoma because the Cancer Control Agency uh, identified uh, two of these thirteen cancer treatments as actually being curative. Uh, and the others are life-enabling. They enable quality of life uh, while cancer is, is progressing or, or somewhat stable. So what we know is that it'll be a, roughly a 1,000 uh, each year. Is there any data on how many patients are heading offshore to Australia to get this treatment? Only anecdotal. Um, <clears throat> we only anecdotally know, and we saw some indication of that through the Therapeutic Products Bill, where it looked like the government was going to stop people uh, from certainly bringing more cheaper chemotherapeutics in from offshore. And we had a number of submissions from people in, in that particular instance, which is, which is similar to actually going to, to, to bringing it in, if you like, because we don't fund it. Um, so only anecdotal, not, not good numbers, Lisa. So the funding of this, $280 million, explain exactly where the money is coming from. Hmm. So when the government announced that they would uh, remove the copay for everyone, that was at a net cost of $600 million. Uh, we believe that that should be targeted. It's, it is hard to justify that the wealthiest New Zealanders should receive exactly the same copay relief as those who are more vulnerable. And so we believe those that are more vulnerable are those with community services cards and those who are super gold card holders. So we'll target that policy towards that. When we do that, it comes at a cost of uh, $300 million. That leaves $300 million for proposals like this, for policies like this, uh, where we can save lives. Some pensioners, they can afford to pay the co-payment, right? So if you're, if you're targeting it on means, you could have more money for cancer treatments if you only gave the free prescriptions to pensioners who actually need it. What we know is that generally as people get older, uh, they, they add more medications to their list of requirements. And so uh, we want to address that need in older people. So they, they are a vulnerable group. The Cancer Society's medical director, Dr Kate Gregory, she has cautioned that this package would need to include funding for the associated infrastructure, she says, to administer treatments. And by that, she means staff and space. So what resources have you got going into that? Oh, she's absolutely right. Uh, looking at the downstream impacts of a policy like this is really important. And probably the pinch point is the infusion capability. That is, when you have a chemotherapeutic, uh, you're in a chemo suite and you have a giving set and you have a chemo nurse in a, in a special facility, sterile environment. So all, all of that is really important infrastructure. 
And uh, we've talked about that through some of our policies around the health workforce, and we'll have more to say on that. For this particular announcement, I would point out that 50% of the preparations are actually taken orally at home. Okay, so we don't see the, what we're announcing today but as, the, as having impact on that. But her wider point is well made. Yeah, and on that point, are you giving assurances today um, that there will be the infrastructure and the facilities, because it's all very well funding the treatments, but if you can't give them to patients, it means nothing. So are you giving a complete assurance today that the infrastructure will be there so that these 13 treatments that you have identified will be given? Uh, With the information that we have in front of us uh, today, um, we have confidence that these medicines will be able to be given. And as I said, particularly the announcement we've made today, 50% of them are oral and taken at home. And we're almost out of time, but you're going to restore health targets for treatment times. What will they be for cancer, please? 31 day. Uh, We've had discussions with the uh, Cancer Society and uh, we agree that the 31 faster cancer treatment target is the most appropriate. That's the target that we'll pin ourselves on. Thank you for your time. That is Dr Shane Retty, who is National's Health Spokesperson.